Welcome, I'm Tiffany, your host and the creative force behind Fizzy Party. I'm all about the mini party with your girlfriends. My passion is baking and I make people feel fizzy. Come on over and party with us in the Fizzy Party community on Facebook. Just type in Fizzy Party Community. In that group, we talk about parties with your girlfriends, holidays and how to celebrate them, and of course, baking. Now back in December of 2019, when I was thinking about what exactly I wanted to do to improve in 2020, like a lot of people do, I decided I wanted to up my baking skills. I'm good at making cupcakes, got pumpkin pies down flat, but I wanted to up my other skills. Just wasn't sure how I was gonna go about this until one morning when I was running on the treadmill, watching the Great British Baking Show, I thought, that's it. I'll bake my way through season one. So I set about writing down everything that they baked in season one. Of course, then I got into season two and got ahead of myself, but I thought, okay, whoa, 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 slow down. You just like start with season one. Let's see if you can make it that far. They bake all kinds of things that I would never even think to bake myself. And I knew I'd be upping my skills by the end of baking through season one. We'll see if I get to season two. So I set some rules for myself. I wasn't gonna buy any special baking dishes. I just didn't wanna you know, end up with a whole bunch of pans that I might not use again, because what if I made a recipe and I really didn't like it? Then I'd have to store them, and that's all that extra money. So I just decided that I'd borrow the baking dishes or just make whatever I had at home already work. And I also wasn't gonna make something that I knew I didn't like. Like in one episode, they make meat pies, ugh. I don't like meat pies. So I wasn't gonna spend all the money and all the time to make something that I can't stand the taste of. There's only a couple of things through season one that I'm actually gonna skip. So the first weekend in January, I started my challenge. Episode one was all about cakes, yes. The first challenge is always the signature bake. This week, the signature challenge is all about making things rustic and homemade. The challenge, a Swiss roll. I almost skipped this challenge because I've made Swiss rolls several times before. In fact, the first time I made a Swiss roll was in junior high in my home ec class. I don't remember all of the details of it. My memory's a little fuzzy, but I know it was a homework assignment for one weekend and we had to make a pumpkin roll. And I don't remember exactly what my mom said, but it was something like, they're having you make a Swiss roll? Really? Who makes Swiss rolls? Why aren't they having you make cookies or cakes or brownies? You know, something people actually make. But who makes Swiss rolls? Who knows? I do remember that it turned out really good, but I think the filling, if I remember right, sort of squished out all over the place. But hey, I was in junior high and it was the first time I'd ever made a Swiss roll. So I decided I wasn't gonna make a pumpkin Swiss roll. I was gonna make something different. On natashaskitchen.com, I found a blackberry lemon Swiss roll. Oh my gosh, it looked good, it sounded good. Now remember, this is January. Blackberries are not in season in January in the Pacific Northwest, but I didn't care. I had blackberry lemon Swiss roll stuck on the brain. It sounded good, my mouth was all ready to try it, so I bought them anyway, knowing full well the blackberries weren't gonna be as juicy and as tasty. I didn't care. So I made the Swiss roll. They're actually super easy. Just follow her recipe that's on natashaskitchen.com 
and you'll nail it, I'm sure. Here's a couple of tips though when you're making a Swiss roll. You wanna line your baking sheet with parchment paper. It's easier to lift the cake off the pan that way. And as soon as the sponge is baked and you remove it from the oven, turn the cake upside down onto a clean dry linen towel. Remember to, uh, remember, <laughs> remove the parchment paper and then roll it up in the towel. The reason you do this while the, cake, while the sponge is still hot is that it prevents cracking and tearing when you unroll it later on, smear it with the filling and then roll it back up again. Oh my gosh, the one that I made turned out so perfect. It smelled good, it tasted good. This challenge was way too easy for me, but I didn't let myself get cocky because I knew there was tougher challenges coming. I tried it out with all my friends, had them try a slice and they loved it. Except for one of my coworkers. She's like, I don't really like cream cheese, but I want to try it anyway. Excuse me, what? You don't like cream cheese? I'm a super picky eater and I like cream cheese, but okay, whatever. She did try a piece and she said it was still pretty good, even though she's not a fan of cream cheese. I personally thought it could use a little more lemon zest. That's just my personal preference. Everybody else said there was plenty of lemon in it, but if I ever make it again, I'm totally adding more lemon zest. What's the next challenge? Mary Berry's cherry cake. Oh, this looks so good and we can't wait to try it. So be sure to come back for the next episode to find out about Mary Berry's cherry cake. I'll be giving you some tips as well. I love to connect with you. So pop over to my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can find me at Fizzy Party and leave a comment. I will absolutely comment back. And if you want more party inspiration, pop on over to the blog, fizzyparty.com. And if you like this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with your friends. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Get ready for Mary Berry's Cherry Cake. <laughs>